0: day there and welcome to episode 136 of, I feel like we were the Christian Women in Business podcast show, but now I just feel like saying the Christian Women in Business show because we've been doing videos for a while now. Um, I hope you've been enjoying them. Uh, we've been having the podcast, so the audio version as well. So you could subscribe from iTunes um, and we're on most of the platforms now for the podcast Side of it and the audio side, but I hope that you're enjoying these videos as well. We are open for intakes this week, so if you are looking to join um, a wonderful community of like-minded women, we are so down to earth. It's not even funny. We're real. We just love God. Uh, we love our businesses most of the time, and uh, we're just doing our best to stay in His grace and and just support each other as we grow. Um, in our faith and in our businesses. And I just think the best thing for me is it's a place where we can come and ask any of those difficult questions. So um, it might be a difficult question. um, Like I have had um, someone who is gay contact me for work, and I'm not sure how that feels with my uh, vision and mission and, and my faith. And it's a safe place to just explore those questions to kind of get different opinions and and perspectives and and helping each other bring ourselves back to the word of God. So, um, and just to pray for each other as well. So if you're interested in becoming a member, pop your application in. We'd love to um, have you join us. Um, So they are open this week. So today we are joined by a lovely, lovely lady um, who. Her mission is to guide Christian women towards courageously pursuing intentional lives while depending on their deepening their faith um, and are more fully uh, loving God themselves and others. And on the weekend, she loves to spend time um, on a boat in Lake Norman with friends, which is absolutely spectacular. Welcome to the show, Alexandra. Hey thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so on this boat do you like water ski or are you just more of a you know let's just enjoy the sun kind of girl? You know I wish I could water ski. I've tried it a couple of times. My friend does it and she just makes
1: it look so easy but <laughs> bless me with that talent.
0: <laughs> so whereabouts are you in the world?
1: So I'm in North Carolina. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. It is just such a wonderful place to be. Um, The beach is about two hours to one side, mountains about two hours to the other. We're right in the center. But thank goodness for lakes. I actually (laughs) grew up down in Florida. So I was so close to the water and miss it. Um, But Charlotte is just such an incredible Place to live, and truly right in between um, my husband's
0: family and my family. Oh, so it's a really it? nice position, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, you run Grace Space Christian Coaching. Um, I would love if you could take us through the story of kind of where you started to how you ended up to where you are today
1: absolutely. I would love to. So, oh my gosh, God just does such a work, doesn't he? Um, And that's what I think about when I go back and think, how did he get me to where I am now? Um, So development was always part of my life. I'd always been, even from a really early age, one of those people who love to make lists. I just got so much joy out of planning things, looking toward (laughs) the future. Um, And it was just always my thing. And I loved it. Um, And for the development side of things too, right? How can you become a little better, do a little bit better? What does that look like? Um, Faith was always a part of my life too, but I never necessarily saw the two of them together until several years ago, which praise God that he helped make that transition. Uh, So what that had initially looked like uh, back when I was in the college days, one of the pivotal points, I think, in my moment is when I was doing an assessment. Uh, I still am an assessment junkie. I think Think it's just such a great tool for us to help have better sense of awareness, right? And so I was doing an assessment. I think it was an interest inventory. And one of the things that came up that I had uh, mentioned was that I would be really gifted in doing something related to spirituality or faith. And unfortunately, I just wasn't in a place at that time um, where my heart was ready to hear that. I have just felt like I was so directed to what the world said success had looked like. And I thought, you know, I I just don't know that that's the direction. Um, and it breaks my heart and hurts so much to say that, right? But I think God needed to do a lot before we could get that to that place. Um, so that was kind of always in the back of my mind, right? Um, and so what I had ended up doing was going into school to be a, a doctor going pre-med, right? And so that's what I did for a long time, had a lot of patient care hours, uh, found out after I was two weeks into physician assistant school that, you know, this just isn't the best path for me. It's yeah. what others have said to do, but it's not what um you wanted God. to do. Yeah. yeah. yeah, And so a lot of deep work, a lot of looking inside, like what? who am I created to be? What am I naturally gifted at? I was so used to living life in a way where I would look at my weaknesses or what wasn't good enough that I felt really, really yeah. uncomfortable. What? What is good? And so from there, um, I ended up, my, my degree was in psychology. So I ended up getting my master's in HR development. And I was with several different organizations, um, two of which back to back were acquired by a larger company, which made for a really uncomfortable work situation, work environment, especially when you're the little guy being acquired by the big guy, right? And so at that time, God, I was I was angry. You know, I'll just say it. I was angry and frustrated with God. Um, I felt like I had finally found a place to land and a home, um, and He was just leaving me from one place of disarray into another. And so that's when I started to think well, what, what else can I do? What else? And as I just spent time on my dear friend, Google, typing in all sorts of terms, and that's where the goal setting, and that's where the faith started to come together. So I found about this thing called Christian coaching, and I thought, you know, what if I just give it a go? What now's the time. Um, and so that was back in 2016. I became certified as a Christian life coach. Then 2017 ended up launching the business and then 2018 took it full time. Wow. So that's sort started- of where I got from there to here um, and am able to map my development skills. I always kind of say I get to develop people, but now for our Christian values, for our faith-based values, because there's so much power in that um, and getting in touch with our giftings, um, how to push over fear and doubts and hesitation because I, you know, am self-reclaimed perfectionist and that takes a lot of work and a lot of Jesus, right? And so I get to work on all sorts of things like that um, with women who are also believers
0: that's awesome, so you've yeah. been able to combine your psychology um, degree it was a degree and yeah. your Christian um, life coaching and then just your own Christian values and kind of mold them into and you'd use so much psychology with doing life coaching like it would go hand in hand, I would think, so when people come to you they're not just getting a life coach they're getting so much more from all uh, of their knowledge that you can bring that's awesome thank you so much for sharing that um and sharing uh with us your story and um it's amazing how god kind of works and um you know you start off in one thing like you thought you were going to be a doctor and and go down that path and i guess you still are helping people uh with the type of their body it's just their brain (laughs) their soul rather than absolutely love that rather than trying to put a bandaid on a physical part of the body, if if that makes any sense whatsoever. So can you share with us then um, five tips um, on your craft uh, that you'd like our audience to know? Yeah,
1: definitely. That's such a fun question. Um, And so something that I think probably comes to mind because... The neat thing about coaching, right, let me back up for a minute, is that I think part of it is the the mind piece of it, right? How do we get from here to there and how do we get in a really healthy place so that we can do the hard thing? And then part of coaching is the action, right? It's action-oriented, future-focused. And so what I think hopefully could be helpful to jump into today that touch on a bit of both is talking about um, time and how you use your time effectively, because I think that's something all of us have have those moments. We wish there were more hours in the day. And so the top five tips that I would love to share with y'all are really around designing your life. So what are time management essentials and how can we kind of look at that um, through the lens of Christianity? Yep. Absolutely. So, awesome. Okay. So the first one I would say is to get still and pray. Um, I know so oftentimes we can want to jump in and and just start to do the thing right away, but um, I think just getting still with Jesus is probably the most smart and wise place to start. So that can look like spending time in scripture, right? That can look like going to God's word, um, getting curious about where he's leading you and what he wants to say to you, Um, really digging into who he created you to be and creating space to make sure that we're directed by him instead of ourselves. The next, yes, the next step I would say are um, coming up with big rocks, right? So, what are those? What are those guiding principles in your life? So, in a in a leadership program that I was in in um, in corporate space, we talked about the concept of big rocks. So, what that is is um, it's Stephen Covey based. If any of y'all are familiar with Seven Habits, so they take a jar, they put rocks in it, they put pebbles. In it, and then they put sand in it. The rock, the they start with the sand, then the pebbles, and then the rocks. And there may be five rocks, and maybe two of them fit, not all of them fit. And then they dump it all out, start with that same amount, but start with rocks first, and then the pebbles, and then the sand. And the whole concept, right? If you start with the what's most important first, everything else seems to find a place and fit. Yeah. So that would be some advice for that next step is start with the the big rocks. So what what I would encourage you to think of are the different Fs, if you will, in life. So I would say that's faith is the first one, right? Family, fellowship, fitness, those sorts of things. So consider for you, what are your big rocks? Um, And then what goals kind of fall underneath each of those big rocks? And then the third step that I would say, um, once you have got your prior time, once you've got your big rocks, um, those big principles, well, how does that all fit into your life? And so from there, I'd encourage you to consider what, how would you break that down? And so that might look like a month, a week, and a day. And so that's kind of, this is kind of an inside look really to how I do my goal setting. I get my big rocks. I think of what's important, the main goals underneath each. And then I start to plug it in month, weekend, day. Um, and then I would encourage you to even get more specific than that. So what I'll do is um, I'll break, for example, a weekend down even further than this is what I want to do this weekend. Because I would be working the corporate job and the coaching business. Um, and so you would imagine how many to-dos have to come out when you're doing that. Oh, and by the way, I told it in a uh, co- worker that I would take over her job was out for maternity leave last year so I was working three jobs at once not a lot of margin right and so I had to be really um really prepared of how I was going to break things down and get things done so I'd have a list a mile long was never getting it all done. And then um, from there, I just thought, well, what can I do differently? Because this is just not effective right now. And I would, you know, I'd be burnt out, I'd be exhausted, and I'd be frustrated with myself that I wasn't getting it all done. So what I had started to do is take that weekend list and then break it down even further to, here's what I want to do Friday afternoon. Here's what I want to do Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. And then I wanted to have that free time on Sunday, right? And so what did it look like? Maybe I wanted to play wise do on Sunday Uh, and so break something down into even um, more detailed steps and if you even want to go a step further bonus maybe break it out by hour so you can really start to see is what I want to do realistic, Mm. right and so yeah that
0: that was extremely helpful anything to add to that um I was going to say in the CWIB community in our in the five Private Facebook community, um, each week we start um, our week. And before we used to do what's three things you want to get done this week on your business, um, and that was really good. And the girls really enjoyed it. But um, I've always had the principle of trying to focus on one thing a week, um, one big thing, um, and so we kind of changed that around a bit. And we're now doing what's the one big thing that God's put on your heart to do this week to work on your business, and it's not. Um, thinking of things that you need to get done it's the actual what's one big thing that god's put on your heart that's working on your business um, and making sure you're setting that as a priority and it's kind of like the big rock um Mm -hmm. illustration that you gave it's okay well what's the big rock that jesus has given me to work on this week and then like you said everything else will just fit around it and it's just a really great reminder um, and an accountability in a way to uh, bringing our focus back to God, like your number one point was you know have that time in prayer, so by asking what 's the one big thing in your business that God's asked you to do it, it's straight away bringing you back to putting your focus back on God in your business um, and then um, and then uh, like letting everything trickle and I know it's super easy. Um, to fall away from that it's um, easy to get distracted and I'm not saying that we're perfect I'm not saying that I'm perfect in any way Um, you know there's always um, room for improvement and just this morning I was sat going okay I'm not feeling that peace I'm not putting God at the center Um, again so again I'm getting back into scripture I'm drawing myself back and Sometimes you can stay in that place of grace for a week, for a month, and then sometimes it's gone in a day and you're like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Bring it back. Um, and it's about having those constant reminders of going, yep, God, big rocks, as, i.e. the things that he's told us to focus on and then he takes care of the rest. Everything else does get, does get put into place and he provides and all that kind of stuff. So that's all I was going to say.
1: Amen. I it, you. it gives you perspective, <laughs> right? When you get centered back to him and then just consider what, what is most important? What can I lay to the side? And a lot of, one of the questions I had heard, um, through some other resource that I had been diving into is ask yourself, is this thing that I'm really upset about going to matter five years from now?
0: Yeah.
1: And that's been so helpful. So as you think about all of that too, the other kind of tip, if I, if you will, I would say to add to that is, build in margin to your to-do list, like build in that white space and plan to have open time, right, because there are gonna be things that are going to come up and are going to be stressful and pour into other parts of your day. So planning ahead by leaving that space is just another brilliant addition, if you will. Um, And then what I'd encourage to do too is as you think back to your week, month and day, what do you wanna put on your calendar as a recurring reminder? So for me, I have something on my calendar to have a time where I just pause and sit and think about, well, what are the lessons that I've learned this month? And so that's something that goes on my calendar every month. Then every week I have a little husband uh, calendar invites So things that I want to talk with him about, different questions to plan for the week ahead and just really understand, well, where is God leading us? How can I pray for you? Um, Maybe what scripture do we want to try and memorize this week? Things like that. And then for an example, for daily, I'll have um, the quiet time. So I want to start in the Bible. I want to uh, go to my prayer journal and consider who and how I want to pray for. And then in the middle of the day too, I've got this reminder to just pause and breathe. As simple as it sounds, when you see something that's on there again and again and again, maybe you don't necessarily do it every day, but it's always on your mind. And I feel like even sometimes after a certain period of time, you get so tired of seeing it that you just like you surrender. I'm going to do this thing. right? (laughs) So that's step three. And then you were sort of talking to this a bit, but step four is to, tip four is to share. So when you vocalize and verbalize, things become so much more real. So whether it's sharing with a friend, sharing with a partner, sharing on social media, um, that's a powerful one. I just did that recently myself with needing to get a gym membership and stuff up my fitness. <laughs> that there's just something that changes when you verbalize and there's something that changes when you write things down. So I would definitely encourage you to do both. And then um, have someone hold you accountable for that. And not just sharing, but giving, I would say, giving permission and suggestion to that person on what to follow up with you for, right? What are the things that you need them to ask you about? Uh, What are the things you want them um, on from a certain time period? So give them the tools to help you be successful. That's awesome. And then the last tip in the sequence is really reflecting. So I know someone too, who's so future oriented, futuristic is one of my top strengths, right? There's so much <laughs> fun playing in the future and the what if and what God can, you know, have us come next. But I think we're doing ourselves a disservice if we live too much in that place. There's so much uh, power in reflecting back. And I think that's where a lot of gratitude lives to. And so I'd encourage to take time to consider what was good, what was hard about the week, what do you need to adjust based on that? Uh, maybe what do you need to do more of or less of based on what went well or what didn't? And then this is a easy, but hard one too, is to celebrate. So when you have those big goals, what's something that would feel really life giving at the end of it, something to look forward to, even if it's maybe taking yourself out to get a cup of coffee, it can be so simple and so little, but consider what is it for
0: you that would be really motivating and then pair that with whatever goals you've set out. That's awesome. I love all these. Um, I'm an effective person, like effective, efficient. If things aren't effective or efficient, like mm-hmm. I like to make it so it's effective or efficient. And that's where kind of the automation bill comes in. So everything that you've been saying today, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> A girl after my own heart. <laughs> Let's just quickly reflect on those five things. So uh, number one is making sure that you um choose to spend that time with jesus uh, mm-hmm. first of all in prayer and in scripture and really getting grounded um, in that because um, that grace will just uh flow out into everything that you do uh, number two is coming up with your big rock so find out what is most important which you will get when you have that time with god mm-hmm. um and everything else will kind of fit into place and those that don't you know it's okay to say no Um, Number three is um, break up your time and your goals uh, within your month and then break them down into weeks, um, into days, and then um, if you really want to, into hours, um, making sure that you're, I guess it's time blocking, uh, building a bit of margin in there um, to fit in unplanned things um, but yeah. just so you are um, structured and have that routine going and, of course, making use of technology. I have reminders and reoccurring reminders on my calendar as well. It just takes it out of your brain um, to not have to think about it but is will work for you when you need it to. Um, so I'm always also up for taking away so much in my mind. Um, number four is um, share your goals and things with people. So um, let them keep you accountable, whether it's sharing your goals on social media um, and, and find that safe group of friends that will help keep you accountable as well. And then number five is reflecting. Um, and we do this in their community as well. So we actually have a Reflective Friday um, and we just have some questions that are, um, we don't necessarily expect the members to answer every single one of them, but they're just, Questions that are strategic to get you thinking of okay, so did I do something kind to someone, like random act of kindness this week? Um, what did I get done? What did I learn? Um, what do I want to give praise for? Um, and it is absolutely really, really powerful. Um, I have a, um, a journal as well that I try and fill out every day, and if I don't, I'll go back and just reflect on the days that I've missed just so I can see. Um, what achievements I've done um, because sometimes it can feel like you've just got your head in the books and you're not taking that time to pop your head up and go hang on you know we just ran a marathon here go us um, and so it's reflection is just it is really really good and like you said it allows you to be more grateful with what has been um, so can you share with us how do you incorporate God into your business
1: Absolutely. So faith is really at the center of what I do and I'm so thankful and so grateful for that. And that is not lost on me um, because I know we don't necessarily all have that luxury. And so it's just so clearly spoken is what I mean, right? Faith can be at the center of everything we do, but to be able to speak completely freely is just truly, um, a blessing from God. And so, as you know, the the name of my business is Grace Space Christian Coaching. And so it's really to just create a room, breathing room, if you will, for God to just be heard. Um, and, for you to kind of understand what is he doing in my life because sometimes we're just go 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 run 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 and we need to create some room to hear him to hear the holy spirit and his nudgings for you and so how to incorporate that in prayer is at the beginning and the end of each coaching session that i do so it's really inviting um, god in his presence and just really getting yourself centered and to take a moment to just pause and dig in and do the hard work uh so then throughout when when we're in the actual coaching session sometimes, depending on the topic, we'll go, we'll go to the Bible and say, you know, what's some, someone in the Bible who is in perhaps a somewhat similar situation? How did that play out? What lessons can we pull from that? Um, and really, I mean, scripture is living and breathing and it's so relevant for us even today. So that's a really special way to connect it in coaching sessions. And then uh, thinking about, well, how has God created you for this moment? What gifts has he um, blessed you with? What are your strengths? What your passions? What experiences has he given you? And getting really curious about how he's prepared you for this moment, and how even if you feel like you don't have um, what you exactly need to get through, his power is made perfect in our weakness, and we can rely on him to come in and take over for us. So that's a piece of it too, absolutely. And then the last one, how's Faith Incorporated, you know, I just want to give back. I want to give back with not only my income, but but with my time too. And so I partner with a few different local organizations to volunteer my time and do group coaching sessions for them. Um, So one's Fashion and Compassion and they're artisans, women who create jewelry um, and are just so cared and loved on. And so I'll do some holistic programming for them to just really help them to grow and to develop and get back on their feet. And so we'll do different courses like time management, gratitude and conflict uh, to really equip them and empower them in a really Christ-centered way. And then the same thing, we'll go through several of those courses too with a group called Circle de So this is for young Latinas in middle school and high school um, to really help them be prepared to live life and live it full um, Mm. and to be able to go to college because a lot of their families hadn't been able to do that. So those are just two of the different joys um, where I get to serve outside of my typical client base.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing those. So, can you now share with us what's your uh, Bible verse for this season and why? So, it's John 15, verses
1: one and two. And that's I'm the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. That's awesome. It's so good, right? And so to me, how that comes out, some of it, it's just letting go as much as I want to look at the fruit. And we'll talk about that in a second. I think the letting go piece is so important just because we've been doing something for a certain period of time, doesn't mean it's serving us or others around us anymore. And so what does he need to kind of cut off? What does he need to lay aside and just being open and letting him do that? And it hurts and it's uncomfortable, but it's so necessary for that growth and to make for that fruit and that change is painful um, but if we're patient we will see the fruit and he's so faithful and he will bring that to pass
0: that's awesome i love that i'm such a big fan of getting rid of the things that don't serve anymore like i hate clutter i hate clutter in my house i hate clutter in my mind so i just think that verse is so um empowering and uplifting and it gives you permission to say no it gives you permission to break the old things off and and yeah it's just good so thank you so much for coming on the show today can you let our listeners know where they can find you
1: definitely so i would love to get to know y'all better and continue the conversation so my website is. Um, gracefacechristiancoaching.com. And if you go to gracefacechristiancoaching.com forward slash subscribe, there's a little fun gift for you waiting there. And it's an exclusive ebook. It's a fun one, how to make your vision board come to life in seven simple steps. So I know so many of us love Pinterest and the mood boards and vision boards, but unfortunately, sometimes they can get laid to the side after mid January, never to be seen again until the following. In January so if you've got one out there and you're just ready to make it come into reality I'm giving some use of my very best tips to do just that and then you can also find me on um, Instagram and Facebook as well at Grace Based Christian Coaching
0: awesome thank you so much thank you so much for coming on our show Alexandra it's been an absolute pleasure to interview you today um, listeners if you do have any questions um, or you want to go and check Alexandra out please go and do so uh, Just a reminder, we are open for intake. So if you're keen to become a member, go over to um, the join page on the website. We'll pop the links in the show episodes and also all the links to Alessandra as well. You'll be able to find all her details there. Um, I'm SJ. Thanks so much for listening today. And uh, we just pray that God's will will happen over you and your business. Amen.
1: Thank you.